With one hand, we reach back to the tried and tested principles which have dethroned principalities and powers. And with the other, we reach forward to the purpose, the power of God for a new generation. that great 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 angel now you know angels are not those little chubby you know kind of buddha belly girl things with little tiny wings that's not an angel and this was a messenger angel this was michael michael the archangel said to mary you're going to conceive in your womb you're going to bring forth a son he's going to be the son of the highest and he'll reign over the throne of his father David and of his kingdom there shall be no end. And he said, you will find that baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And then he said, everybody in the world shout glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, good will toward men. Merry, Merry Christmas to you, to yours. If you haven't torn those packages open yet, I hope you just let the children go wild, as well as the 65-year-old children. I have more fun tearing them open than anything else. I want to open up my heart to you. Don't want to take a lot of your time on this glorious day of days. But God has been really dealing in my spirit, making a deposit for me to share with you right here today. And I want to share a truth that I really do believe is going to establish you deeper. You know, Jesus was laid in a stone manger in a cave hewn out of the stone. So he's, he's, he's the rock that would not roll, right? And I want you to get a deeper foundation in your faith today. I know it's going to encourage you. It's going to make you stronger, going to build you up, feed your faith, starve all your doubts to death. One of the very primary things that God's been speaking to my heart is this, that if there is any message to be proclaimed, to be preached in this hour of trouble in human history, it's the simple yet powerful message that's disappeared from the pulpits of America, the gospel of Jesus Christ, <clears throat> that God from heaven sent down his son, Emmanuel, God with us, and that Jesus came to give his life a ransom for many. He did not come to be served, but to serve, that verse says and give his life a ransom for many, that all who believe upon him would not perish. Now this blows your mind, but have everlasting life. For the Son of God came not into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now we're not going to delve into the deep, deep discussions of biblical theology. Today it's Christmas, and I found that most of those are completely irrelevant 
to where you and I have to live every day. My beautiful wife, Miss Joni, she always says, when you're preaching, would you remember this? Help me with what you're preaching. Get through today. Get me through one day at a time with the gospel of the Prince of Peace. As the old song said, one day at a time, sweet Jesus, amen. Well, years ago, I was walking through a bustling shopping mall at this Christmas season. So naturally, shoppers were everywhere. Now, you understand, this was pre-COVID. This is actually when people went to stores, department stores, malls, strip malls, and so forth. And there they would buy their gifts. Now everybody just sits at home and lets their fingers do the clicking, right? But I would, this is pre-COVID, you know, COVID-19, which became COVID-20, COVID-21, COVID-22. Let's get rid of this thing. I already have by his stripes I was, and therefore I am healed, and so are you. Well, there were mothers, you know, everywhere dragging their children through the mall. There were grandmas with those giant shopping bags stuffed full of toys and tinsel, all the trappings of the season. Everyone, you know, back then was seemingly doing their best to celebrate in the spirit of the season. You know, it's the one time a year folks used to, anyway, try to be nice to each other. So be nice to somebody today. Well, I noticed a little boy having a conversation with his mother. They were standing outside a rather large nativity scene, and mom was trying to answer the myriad of questions that little boy was machine gunning at her one after the other. What is it about children that age? They, they will ask you 25 questions in a row. Well, he was doing that. He said, well, mama, what's that right there? His mother would say, well, you know, I don't know, that's a donkey. And, and she'd talk about a donkey for a while. And then he'd say, well, what that's right there? Is that right there? Well, that's a camel or that's a sheep. He'd say, okay, then who's that right there? Well, that's, you know, the Virgin Mary. And then the little boy said, well, if she's a virgin, why does she have a baby? That didn't happen. I just threw that in. So she, he pointed to one of the wise men. She said, well, that's a wise man. The, and they'd gone through the entirety of the nativity scene, most of which, of course, you know, is not scriptural at all. But the mother then began to walk away. She's hurrying away. The little boy grabs a hold of her arm and he says, wait a minute, mommy. Who's the baby? Now that got my attention. Just who is the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger? He came with a purpose. He came for a reason. God doesn't do anything by happenstance or circumstance. And if you're watching me right now, it's not by accident. You're here on a divine appointment. And I'm here by a divine assignment. And Jesus came to this earth for a very, very specific purpose. And it was not so that we could exchange gifts with each other. You know, we enjoyed that, of course. But God had something 
cosmically powerful to accomplish on this blue marble planet, and it was his son's purpose to fulfill that whole thing. Now you hear 1 John chapter 3, for this purpose was the Son of God manifested. That's why he came, wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, that he might destroy, boy, this is a Christmas message, he came for the purpose of destroying the works of your adversary. To destroy, let's unpack that. It means to annihilate. It doesn't mean just to dismantle. It means to annihilate as though it never existed. To cause to cease to be as though it never existed. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. You know, you've only got one adversary in this world. It's not your mother-in-law. It's not whatever you think it is. It's not the economy. It's not the government. It's not your next door neighbor. Your Bible says your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring lion roaming to and fro seeking whom he may devour. Now, let me share this with you. Some preachers say, well, you know, he's not a real lion and God took away his teeth. <laughs> Look, that, that might make a pretty sermon, but it's not true. Let me share this with you. A lion does not roar unless it has teeth. And since the last three or four years here, I can tell you firsthand, I'm a witness. <laughs> I'm a testimony. We've everyone felt the bite of those teeth. You are not alone in that. If you've been fighting depression, you are not alone. If you've been fighting loneliness, you are not alone. If you've been fighting fear, you are not alone. If you've been fighting sickness and disease, pain and malady, malfunction, infirmity in your body, or a, a seeming numbness in your mind, you are not alone, my precious friend. Perhaps someone in your family has fallen prey to fentanyl addiction. Maybe your spouse is far from God right now. Maybe you're tormented with pain in your body. Maybe you've lost your business. Maybe you're a little sad today because someone that was around your Christmas dinner table last year isn't there anymore. I want you to know something. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of every adversarial force arrayed against you. You ought to shout, amen. But not only was he manifested for that purpose, he also has power to do what he came to do. Acts 10, 38, one of my favorite scriptures, shouts to us on this Christmas day, consider Jesus of Nazareth, a man anointed of the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing a few folks. No, healing all. Here it is, that were oppressed of the devil. Now that's the reason the living Christ came to us in Bethlehem's manger, born of a virgin. 
born in a barn because that's where a lamb ought to be born. While angels sang happy birthday and shepherds showed up to see if it was true. He's not simply a historic figure. He invaded history. He leaped out of eternity and into time and space. He invaded the affairs of humanity with a singular purpose to destroy every adversarial force trying to take your joy, your peace, your strength, your hope today. And he has power to do what he came to do. Listen, we're not hoping God can do something. The God that I serve is greater than all your problems this Christmas. He's greater than all your fears. He's greater than any situation that you can or obstacle that you cannot see. He sits, hallelujah, upon the circumference of the earth and he spans out the heavens with his own hand. He's Jehovah, Isus Hakamoth, the Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, and he's your God. And he came with purpose and he came with power. And on this Christmas day, he's also Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Yireh, the God that supplies before there's ever a need. Genesis 22, God told Abraham, take your son Isaac, sacrifice him on the altar. And Abraham took his son, laid him on the altar. He began to light the wood and Isaac said, hold on dad. Here we have the wood for the fire. Here we have the fire. Here we are on the mountain of sacrifice. But Isaac said, Dad, where's the lamb? Where's the lamb that we shall offer to Jehovah? And Abraham responded to Isaac these most compelling words. The Lord will provide himself for a lamb. You see, my dear friend, the Lord Jesus came from heaven down. He invaded history, wrapped himself in flesh and blood with one purpose, and through his mighty power, he made provision for you and me. See him with me, if you will, not just as a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. See him hanging between heaven and earth on that angry mean biting beam called Calvary's cruel cross. There he hangs between two thieves, a bleeding savior dying for a suffering world. The provision he made for you and for me that day, just one drop of his precious blood has power enough to deliver you this moment from every difficulty from every situation, from every circumstance you might be facing today, the provision for it all was made at Calvary. He came to earth with purpose. He came with power. He came to provide for your every need. It's his promise. Acts chapter 1, verse 11. 
Men of Galilee, why stand ye here gazing? For this same Jesus that you see go away will come again in like manner as you've seen him go. Dear, dear, hurting, frightened, bruised, battered, forsaken, lonely friend, I have good news for you this Christmas day. The Lord God, our Redeemer, promised. And then Abraham said, not only did he promise, but he's able also to perform. Hey, that's good, good news. God will make good on every promise. Jesus proclaimed it this way. If I go away, I'll come again, and I'll receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So there it is, the gospel of Jesus Christ. He came as a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, but he came with a purpose to destroy the works of the devil. He has the power to accomplish the task. Then he made provision at Calvary to break every yoke of bondage and to set every captive free. And then he made you and I the promise, I'm coming again to receive you to myself. He's going to split that eastern sky as surely as you're listening to me right now. The crack of his long whip billowing out like the crash of a thousand cannons. He's coming back for you and for me. Now listen, if you've never made his promise of eternal life a reality in your life, what better time than on Christmas Day to open your heart and say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. I accept your promise. I accept what you provided by the cross. And through your power, I believe to become a new creature today. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any man be in Christ, old things are passed away and all things are become new to him. You're searching. Jesus has exactly what you need. If you need help, he's got the power. If you need encouragement, he's provided every encouragement you will ever need as he becomes the answer to every prayer you will ever pray. Bless the Lord on this glorious, glorious Christmas day. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I want to invite you to tell someone in your life about the podcast. Hope you'll do it today. Head on over to iTunes and leave a review. Share it on your social networks for me. Really helps me get the word out. I'd love for you to connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. No easier way for me to minister to you every day and throughout the day and for us to join together in faith as God moves in and through your life. You can find links to all my pages at rodparsley.com. God bless you now, and I hope you'll listen again soon.